This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive, or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. Welcome, welcome, welcome to F1 with DRS. We are on video right now. If you're listening to us and you glance at your phone, if you're on the Spotify app, you will see us talking, which promises to be very, very exciting. I'm joined by Jethro, Charlie, and Matt. And we're in a, um, we're in a foreign location. I have a little anxiety, to be honest. <laughs> it's very new. It's very but new. But very exciting. I have a go-to good luck outfit, and I was curious if you guys have any kind of superstition about your clothing. Like these pants were going on 16 years old. Why are they good luck? Is it from one event started the good luck streak? Yeah, like I think I I was gifted these some 16 years ago. And as you can see, they have these cute suspenders. They're maybe, are they overalls or are they just suspenders? I don't know. Um, But I wore them. I got a lot of compliments and I was like, hmm. I got to keep those fresh. And I have been able to keep them very, (laughs) as you can see, in great condition for 16 years. And then, of course, my um, Dylan Panthers Friday Night Lights t-shirt. Also, tremendous amount of good luck with this Mm -hmm. (laughs) t-shirt. Do you guys have any outfits? No, I mean, I'm here basically on holiday. So I feel both underdressed and underprepared. But um, You didn't even have shoes yesterday when we went jogging. (laughs) That's true. You gave me shoes. (laughs) (laughs) You look like you're on holiday. You look great. Very holiday. As you should. Yeah. 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 I had a nice relaxing day by the pool yesterday. Head to Mexico tomorrow. Life is good. I'm happy. No superstitions. None. No. I don't think so. I had some... Um, Which is shocking through sports and stuff because that's where they usually come. Yeah. Did you have a bunch of routines when you were playing college football? No. No. You mm-hmm. didn't have to have the same routine in the morning or anything? You were no. probably really struggling most mornings on game day. Did you <laughs> party the night before? Not for games. Memphises, not for games. Sure. But okay. not games. Yeah. I never washed my hockey socks. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was Never. The outside socks that go over your shin pads, you uh-huh. just never wash them. You don't. No. And what's the longest? Oh, like a whole season at A least. whole season. Yeah. I had some really lucky underpanties, some meundies with a certain pattern. And if I had an audition, I would say to Kristen in the morning, like, oh, God, I feel so bad for everyone else auditioning. <laughs> I'm going to wear my super lucky panties today. And she would go, I don't know, honey, this is just not fair. Are you sure you want to wear those? And I did have to retire them, obviously, as panties. They wear out. They're not long for this world. Something great happened on the day I wore them, and I was like, these are fucking damn lucky panties. <laughs> I got it had to be the panties. Okay, well, we had a, um, the incredible good fun and fortune of getting to watch. Finally, I feel like we haven't all watched a race together since maybe... Forever. I don't think we have. I don't even You haven't we, done didn't you do the I, first race of the year or no, no we just no, recorded. No. He was here after, ah. but we didn't watch it together. I've that watched was the first one, one race at your place before, but it was bef- pre-podcast. Right. So, so that's it. Oh, so what a delight. We uh we had chicken tiki tikka mas I can't say it, masala. Yeah, chicken tikka masala, yeah. Was yeah good. There we go. 
You gave it a what? Because the, the bar is very high in London, as we talked about. Yeah. I mean, it's one of the few foods that we can do pretty well. So I would say six and a half, seven, okay. maybe. Oh, okay. Well, I have a that really is a five or a six, uh, yep. but he's, he's given us. It didn't have that thickness and that lovely ghee, like really bad yeah. for you feel that an Indian should have. And you know, chicken tikka masala isn't real Indian food. How so? Chicken tikka masala was made in England to like get people into curry. So it's as almost, a gateway curry? Yeah, almost like a gateway thing. So uh-huh. it's um huh. it didn't originate as far as I know in India. It was like when the Indian food started to take off in the UK, it was like let's just do something a bit mild and red that looks like ketchup. Mm. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but I heard that English about people. butter chicken too. Well, you're not making any claims on butter chicken, right? Just tiki masala. Yeah. I think it's tikka masala. Well, I guess it's what we did to pizza, right? You can't go to Italy and get like a Chicago deep dish. No, that's true. Pie, yeah. Right. Like a seven and a half pound pizza. With 50 different toppings. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Three different layers of dough, Pineapple another layer of cheese. Toto would yeah. hate Stuffed that. Crust. A couple tacos on top, some salsa, uh-huh. two blueberry pancakes. Oh, I, I have a great story about pizza. I was in. Um, I was in Belgium. I was at Spa doing doing a race, and we went to a local little pizzeria. And I always laugh at the way you, to my wife, who's American, the way Europeans view America, particularly the French, who just I mean they look down on everyone, but particularly the Americans. And there was a pizza called the Pizza Americana. <laughs> it, was, it was pizza with cheese and French fries on top. Oh, and that was the only topic. And it was the Pizza Americana. Freedom like, fries or French fries? <laughs> Take a picture. But isn't it also it. the Belgians that claim French fries as their own? Who who is it that claims? Yeah, it's like probably you're probably right. We yeah. the Belgians. They love their frites. Yeah, yeah, their frites with, with their mayonnaise, mayonnaise. mayonnaise. Oh, the big thick cut fries, yeah. mayonnaise. You would have maybe not known this, but you know we went through a phase here where we, we renamed French fries to Freedom Fries. Are you aware of that? I've heard the expression, what? but I don't know no. the story. Was that a Trump thing? or I think it was when we were trying to build a coalition to invade Iraq for the 35th time, <laughs> and France finally was like, we're not along for the, this ride. We're going to sit this one out. Oh, okay. And then we reacted very hard here. People were talking about returning the Statue of Liberty. Oh, yeah. oh and wow. And what they settled on instead of returning the Statue of Liberty was, let's just call them freedom fries and keep it keep it rolling. And that went on for a while. I think there were even some McDonald's commercials where they were advertising their Freedom Fries. Wow. I think. I'll probably get sued for that. That's a big breakdown in international relations, isn't it? Yes. Well, we really showed them. We did. We we got back at it. They were pissed. (laughs) That was their last toehold here in the U.S. was the French (laughs) fries. the French fry. We didn't go so far, though, as to go Freedom Bread for, like, the French baguette or the French roll. Mm, No. Freedom freedom Onion Soup. Was that a thing? Freedom on your That's all I was thinking about. Exactly that. <laughs> okay, so I think we um, we chose a great race to mm. all be oh. together on. It was very, very eventful. But let's start, I guess, with P1 and 2. Specifically, P2 needs to be talked about because our boyfriend, who clearly was not wearing his lucky panties yeah. mm. or his lucky fire suit, Daniel Ricardo, uh, as people would have seen, went into the wall narrowly avoiding Piastri, a lot of irony there that mm. Piastri was the one who parked his car at the... He's ruined his career twice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> twice. <laughs> oh Just God. brutal. I don't know how Ricardo feels about Piastri, but it, he would be a very big person to have favorable and benevolent feelings towards him. Mm-hmm. I think at this so. point. I worry about, like, it was a horrible thing to happen. Yes. I didn't think about it at the time when I watched it, I, and it was only afterwards when you guys said he'd broken his hands, but he said it immediately. You heard him on the radio was like, he just sort of came on and went, oh, my hand. And I was, and then they showed the replay and he kept hold of the wheel. But yes. it feels, a. I hope it's not, but it does feel a bit sliding doors moment for the Ricciardo comeback fan club. Do you know club. what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it could be a real killer blow, I think. Or it could be a moment that ends up defining him so like if you watch the sean white documentary which i can't recommend enough Mm. you know right before he goes into the fourth olympics he's in new zealand tries some impossible trick lands tears his face completely off his skull i mean it's the grossest you watched it right it's the grossest injury i think i've ever seen in my life this is just all opened up uh, from his upper lip to his nose and he looks like a very bad joker or one of these yeah Oh, it's rough. And he comes back from that and does the best he's ever done mm. at the Fourth Olympics. 
That's a bit of a stretch maybe for Ricardo. <laughs> feels but good. I, I will right. say if he's telling the story of his life, he's like, I got I got kicked off of uh, of of McLaren. It's true. I come back. I only do a race and a half, and then I break, and then I'm surgery. I only got three le- races left at the end of the season. But I, you know, whatever he does. It also maybe was a chance for him to think about. I mean, he he had all this hypothetical, I would love to come back if given the opportunity, blah, blah, blah. He actually got it. Yeah unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. Now he gets a little break to reevaluate. Like, is this what I wanted? If it is, I do think he'll come back. Maybe and, he comes back mm-hmm. even. Yeah. Just like, all right, I had my chance. I can't blow it. I he was doing break. well. I mean, yeah. it had only been P1 and whatever, a third of P2, but he was doing well. He was driving faster than Yuki. He in was. The sessions I yeah. saw. Yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, great. Yeah. This is a hard, this is a like talent track, yeah. right? This is a pretty technical. It's an awesome track. Uh, I yeah. love it. I love watching the cars the there. Course. It's like there's gravel everywhere, so there's no track limits bullshit that we hear so often. It looks old school. The cars are all upset. I, I thought it was cool. I I really hope Ricardo hasn't done himself too much damage. But there was a video of him talking with Stroll after that. Like Stroll rolled up to him on a little scooter, and you could tell that they were talking pretty like Stroll looked more concerned and gentle than I've ever seen him. And he was probably talking, I think he was talking about his surgeon because Danny's going to his surgeon in Barcelona. Uh So that surgeon did miracles for Stroll. So we can only hope that Christian Horner saying he's going to be back by by Singapore. So Stroll got surgery on a Tuesday and he was uh, first race of the year. So what did he have two broken wrists? Yes. Two broken wrists. Danny only has one. And it's just his hand. It's, he's got it's a, a metac- me- metacarpal. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But he's not coming back next round. Not for two sure, races, not probably. Monza, but the, Christian said potentially Singapore. It all depends on basically just body. Well, I hope he comes back and it's the perfect timing because Perez, again, didn't have the greatest race. And I feel like if Danny was there and had taken another step and beaten Yuki, it would have, it would have just yeah. been a lovely, nice weekend for him. And you also know? Monza was one of his wins too. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. like, uh-huh. his last win, he, he was probably that. looking forward to it so much. I think some people will be curious how he broke his hand. Uh, obviously, a lot of people know, but, uh, you know, the drivers are implored to immediately let go of the steering wheel mm-hmm. if they're going to go into the wall because the wheels hook directly to the steering rack, which turns the wheel. There's no way you could fight the the velocity of that wheel spinning. And, yeah, they get their hands caught in there, and that obviously just snapped it right quick. Yeah. Well, he's also lucky that – or Piastri's lucky he did that and <laughs> put it in the wall because that's how that kid died earlier the year, yeah. this year in, like, the F – Two or three, he yeah. was sideways on oh, a car that came in and T-boned. Yeah. Yeah. And that was exactly where Danny was going. And he yeah. chose the wall instead, but that could have been bad too. Well, the thing I love about that this track, yes, I was saying it looked like a putt-putt golf course compared to a normal golf course. Yeah. So there's just like certainly when they would go to certain camera angles where you'd realize, like, oh, the turn is like yeah. There's elevation within the turn. It's a bowl. Then you come over the lip, and then there's almost a jump. But so few tracks have, like, lines that you could argue are just as good as others. That's yeah. what's great. Particularly that turn three, yeah. that super banked one where Alonso kept ta- yes. taking the low line and getting well, everyone. Because he said that. He was taking the opposite line to Max after that red car, red flag, uh-huh. to try to see if he could get him. So yeah. it's kind of cool that there are two lines, yeah. or multiple lines. So then Quali's next. Quali was pretty eventful as well. He was really hard. I mean, there was a lot of immediate, like, shockers. The fact that Hamilton didn't get out of Q2. Yep. Logan Sargent gets into Q3. Oh, yeah, that was wild. Heartbreaking. What but a- it's one of those weird races where I know the end result, and I know lots of stuff happened, but so much happened. Yeah. You can't pick it out, and it's the same in qualifying. It, yeah. it was such a random list of people in, in places you just wouldn't expect them. And Max was never looking all that promising no, once again. And then when we get to the final Q3 results, Max is more than a half second ahead of Norris, and then I think most shockingly, 1.3 seconds ahead of Paris qualifying. I mean, I adore Paris, but it is really, really hard to make an argument for. It's hard to fathom it that is. difference, isn't it? 1.3 seconds. It's big. We should talk about Albon nearly making the top three in quality. Oh, that wow. was that probably was the great. most. Right. That was the most exciting. Yeah. And Sergeant getting in the 
Peter and then you're like, oh, he's finally going to turn it yeah. around and then and he yeah. stuffs it like I literally so straight away. Didn't you just say on the last episode, Williams has declared they're not doing any more work on the car? Yes, and, and then pre, pre-race pre in the press conference with all the principals, he was asked about that and he said, no, he's like, our focus is on 2024 and 2025. So then obviously just this track really was a perfect fit for whatever setup they yeah, stopped which developing. which they didn't think it, was, it shouldn't have been, which is crazy. Right, but if Sargent gets a Q3, that car obviously was, yeah. you know, number yeah. five t- car probably <laughs> this weekend. But who would think there would be a world in which Williams look more likely to get a podium or a win than Ferrari? Than Ferrari. Yeah. Like, that is how yeah, bad things are going. Is, so, yeah, race starts, it's wet. Paris comes in first. Immediately, yeah. Genius. He gets out and then... What a wonderful moment for Ferrari. Second lap, they start coming in. Is it Leclerc uh, first? Yeah. <laughs> Disaster. No tires. Well, that's why and I wore they, my Ferrari bracelet today, though. What would Ferrari do? Do the opposite. Do the opposite. Oh, yeah. I saw oh. a great video. Their, their paddocks are right next to each other. So they have, it was, it must have been Max pitting at the same time as Leclerc. Uh-huh. And one is like a machine. They have everything ready. He's gone in two less than two and a half seconds. I mean, they're in at the exact same time. And Ferrari, they've got one tire out there. They've got a couple guys walking around with other tires. Yeah. One tire cigarette. Yeah, 15 <laughs> seconds. And you can just see the demeanor is the opposite. These guys are yeah. rigid. It's a machine. And the other ones are just hanging around. Someone else will take care of it. And finally, 15 seconds later, they get that set of the Yeah, there's a great on. image with the car there. Up in the air, no one has anything. Yeah, yeah. Like thirteen just, bodies standing around, two guys holding. And they did real it last guns. year too. Yeah, oh my it was God. science last year. I just don't know, like when they pull out and they're on the slicks, and it is raining very hard. That someone doesn't say, guys, we should probably be ready with those intermediates, maybe even the wets. Let's get those on deck. No, it's like they've tried to- off. Isn't it? Yeah. It's like they've clocked off before the, the, yeah, yeah. the race has started. And they're like, all no, just we're sat a two stop. We shouldn't see him till lap 23. Yeah. Everyone's got time for a cappuccino. And they tried to justify it by saying he, he came in late and went over the radio and said he's going to come in and it was last minute. But like you said, it's pretty obvious what's going to happen. Yeah. So just have that ready. And the, the inters and wets aren't on tire blankets. So, you know, minimally, I think the, the strategy for I needs to adopt. It's similar to, I just saw um, Lincoln, my 10-year-old, in the Cats play. And, you know, there's nine gals on stage, and three of them really know the dance routines quite well. The other six are smart enough to watch the three that know the dance routine really well. (laughs) And you can get by on that. They should minimally just be staring at Red Bull and that, oh, they're going to get different tires. I wonder, we should we're, we should do yeah. that. I wonder what kind of tires they're getting. Oh, they got the ones, the rain tires. Get yeah. those. <laughs> if they did not, if they should fire everyone that's on the wall looking at the computer and just stare at Red Bull yeah. and just do everything they do. Well, not only do they have people on the wall, they have an entire control room back in Italy doing the same thing. <laughs> and they have open access to the other radio. Yeah. That's yeah. the other thing. Yeah. They, could, if they could literally <laughs> listen to Red Bull's radio. Yeah if they wanted and just do the same thing. Yeah, they should minimally just mimic their, no matter what place they're Play in. Play the percentages. Yeah. Yeah. But wow. I have to say the Perez thing was great because the illustration, like they talk about tires all the time and it gets boring, but the illustration of being on the right tire oh. at the right time, it literally looked like everyone else had stopped. Yeah. It, was it was like 10 seconds a lap. <laughs> that was really it fun was to awesome. watch. It yeah. was almost like they put an F1 car in a sports class, yeah. Yeah. like sports yeah. car class. Yeah. Or a, he was what, 11, 13 seconds faster than everyone. Yeah. He just was running through the field like they were in neutral. I've never yeah. seen any speed differential that big in It was F1 like they ever. were under safety car and he yeah. wasn't. Yeah. yeah, he was unlapping himself. Yeah. yeah. And then cool. Max comes in, he drops to what, fourth or fifth because yeah. he's he gets he doesn't get his till the second lap. And what's crazy is you're like, well, is he going to be able to you know, chew away at this 11 and a half second gap between he and Perez. First lap out four and a half seconds faster on the same insane. tires, same conditions. I think he was 15 seconds back yeah. when he came out. And on one lap, he took 4.2 <laughs> seconds. I think it was yeah, just we talked laps, about right? it and said he's 15 down, so we'll give him 15 laps or something. Right, and second had, a lap, that'd be moving. Yeah, and it was like almost five seconds in one <laughs> I, lap. I, I, don't I guess I've we'll ever give him five seen laps. Uh, two drivers on the same tires in the same car, that bigger. An offset. And it's not just the car, it's his balls. He's just driving that car perfectly and 
knows the limit. It's wild. But that's embarrassing. Four yeah. seconds. It's, yeah, it's outrageous. It's outrageous. It's not right. No. It's not right. Again, I, I like Perez and he has the potential. There's been weekends where he's beaten Max fair and square. They're rare, but Two. it's happened. Two this year. But where does that come from? Four seconds. How do you go back to the pits and not be like, I'm just going to go home. I'm yeah, going to yeah, give up. Yeah, this yeah. is ridiculous. Another honorable mention uh, in the very beginning of the uh, race in those wet conditions was Alonzo yeah. just immediately going from fifth to second or third, taking the inside line, being smart enough to know like, okay, well, the outside line in turn three works at speed, but no one's going fast because it's wet. Shorter way through this, you know, the the tighter line through the turn. But you can see his brain, whenever things aren't quite just standard, he just thinks quicker than everyone yeah. else. Like he's just, or is he even just to think, I'll try something different. No one else yeah. is trying anything different. Everyone's just locked in their little world. Yeah. And Alonso's always processing and he's he's just mega in those conditions. I think we all thought once it started raining a second time and they were under the red flag and they came back out, like maybe the most likely Max yep, wasn't yeah. going to win all season in yep. that moment. That's the only time I think I've ever felt And he hung season. on for those few laps pretty close. I mean, Max didn't just take off, which is rare. Yeah, it seemed yeah. like there was a chance a couple times where he could make a little run, but well, just when I'm buying into the notion, like, well, yeah, Alonso is the guy that can do it, and it's wet, and he is that's going to neutralize the the car advantage. But then you you remember, like, but Max is also Alonso. Yeah. <laughs> Max yeah. also yeah. can drive in the wet as yeah. fast yeah. as anyone else. I think Alonso after the race, which is pretty rare for any F1 driver, but admitted that Max was just doing a better job than everyone, just yeah. driving better than everyone else yeah. at the moment, and that's. For Alonso to say that, who is famous for like finishing 17th, having a disaster and then coming in and going, it's the best race I've ever done because <laughs> the car had, you know, three wheels or something. Like, uh, you'll yeah. find a reason why his performance is always the best performance. Yeah. But for him to turn around and say, no, Max is just doing a better job is, is pretty yeah. telling. And actually. he said he tried everything. Yeah. So it's like he did everything he could. <laughs> there was a very wonderfully awkward moment post-race when they're all in the room and they're kind of catching up on what happened and and Alonzo is saying like yeah I almost went for Max uh, but he's, he's being very humble about it and Max goes yeah he was almost as fast as me <laughs> <laughs> he's just never gonna have that yeah. bedside manner he's but, never gonna know how to but like that, shield that the- was the highest compliment he could <laughs> He just didn't know how yeah. to deliver it, but yeah. that's yeah. the best yeah. he could do. Was He was going fast, almost as fast as I was. Yeah, he's like, in a tricky yeah. position because, of course, it would be totally dishonest to act like he's not the very best driver. He, he right. just objectively is. I want to see Alonzo beat him once because I don't think that relationship stays the same. If Oh, imagine not. him at Red Bull. Imagine he took Checo's seat. How just exciting that would be. I think they'd like to beat each other. I don't, I don't think know. so. It's never going to happen. I don't believe show. it will happen, but... Someone's coming into that seat. That's my feeling. Liam Lawson. I, I don't think Perez is staying for next year. Even Marco said, didn't Helmut Marco say something like he's not? It's the first time anyone mm-hmm. at Red Bull has said that he's not 100% nailed on for next yeah. year. It's Christian the first time did anyone's state done again, it. though, this weekend, yesterday, that Checo's seat is safe. But I I would just look at Albon, for example, or, and I'd just yeah. be like, what are we doing? Like, yeah. I, I know Perez brings a massive audience and, and Mexican fans is huge. I've, I, there was some crazy stat I read about how big the audience is there and it's massive yeah. and a load of money. But I don't know. Like, but again, he's in second place. I think he's got almost as much point, as many points as the next team. Perez does. Checo does. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Alonso also got fastest lap, which was kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, I think yeah. that's the first yeah. race we haven't seen I Max, bet Max get was fast. He's the, he didn't tri- have the, he's the trifecta every time. Okay, and we got a, um, I guess this is almost like an immemorium. We got to process the Logan Sargent of it all, the heartbreak that our one American went out on lap 17. And I think his... His post-crash demeanor on the side of the the, the track really boats. said everything. <laughs> the extended post-crash demeanor oh because God. he sat in that Every deck two chair seconds for, there's a shot. For the or even before, before he got back to the deck chair, he's just sitting in the grass <laughs> and he kind of laid back and then he had his head down and it was so sad to see. And you just thought, I thought, yeah, he does not want to go back to the garage. No. There's no. no good news waiting for him back mm-hmm. at the garage. I mean, if, like, I, maybe I just want to stay in this field until I die. Probably, he probably told the, the crew, like, just leave me here. Just leave me. <laughs> no. yeah. He probably saw the guy on the scooter, and he's like, no, 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 no. I have no desire to ever go back to that. But bit. imagine he, if you just hold him before the weekend, he'd qualify 10th. 
Right. But still, it would be the worst weekend he'd ever had mm. in a race yes. car. He wouldn't believe it. But yeah. to crash on in qualifying and then in the race. Yeah. James Valls came out this morning and said there was mechanical failure before the crash. Oh. So it was caught. It wasn't. He hit the curb and broke something. Apparently, saying, maybe. there was something that happened before. So okay. kind of taking the weight off of but it does. Sergeant. It seems way more than I would guess. Checo's gone. I would say Logan's probably. And Albon's if he been makes doing it, well, so the car is fine. Like if yeah, they had another yeah. great driver, they'd be getting some points. And it's so much more important for them to have two good drivers than Red Bull, you know, because Red yeah. Bull have got that advantage. Checo's gonna come second yeah. if he as, if he qualifies in the top ten somewhere, basically, and doesn't crash. Right. Um, but for a team scrapping it out there. Every you can't afford matters, to give yeah. up a point here or there because it can be the difference between millions and millions of dollars at the end of the year. Yeah. It shows so, how hard it is for a rookie to do anything. Like they were talking about rookies coming in and before they'd have way more testing, they'd have way more kind of introduction to the car and now they're just getting thrown into the fire, which also makes me think that Piastri is just really pulling yeah. it out this year. Because yeah. like, come on. Yeah. He's, he's pretty hard not to start yeah. Yeah. getting excited about. Well, Although we did think that perhaps it does appear he's got like some kind of malady from the 1400s or something. He he's does got just, a, to me, he's got a Victorian <laughs> sickly look, like, like he's been yellow a, fever. Yeah, yeah. maybe he's been it's a, like a in vampire a mine. of sorts. Some he's sort been, of vampire. He could be 160 years old. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm seeing glimpses but, of his personality coming through. He's like calm and collected, but I think he's way more sarcastic and funny. Then he's getting credit for Super right dry I see moments of it. You, you've been early on. He's calm. I think he's going to come around. <laughs> you are a big believer in his, yeah. yeah, that he'll flourish into a an exciting person. But And speaking of rookies, Liam did pretty well. So good. He beat out Yuki, got 13th, which is not bad for that With car. a 10-second penalty that wasn't his fault. It was the team's fault. So and he, he 10 seconds above. He qualified in 19th, right? Did he start the race yeah. in 19th? Uh, I think the most disheartening part, best for him, Liam, and saddest for Leclerc was the whole race. Oh, Charles wow. was, it was, <laughs> he was equally sad to watch as Logan sitting on the side of the track in the long grass contemplating his future. Leclerc just was just slowly falling down the order until finally the, probably the hottest racing of the whole Grand Prix was he and Liam battling. They swapped spots like five, six times to the point where they Ferrari finally called him in. They gave up. Something has to be wrong. Yeah, we can't have you fighting Liam, who's and he was going just fast. Thirty-two minutes of experience in (laughs) Formula One. We can't have you getting passed by him every other lap. Let's just and it was so bad because his car was just fast enough to fight. But ultimately, yeah. he could never win those battles. But it was enough to just drag it on and on. Yeah. What was on. happening? Is the, did they like, said anything? Like, was the motor failing? No, they said floor damage. Yeah. Oh, floor they damage. They said floor damage. They they made it it, 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 it they just made looked it like the body language of him and the whole car yeah. was, I want to go home. Yeah. I, don't know. I feel like Leclerc, if he wasn't before, he should be looking at any other opportunity. But didn't he mm-hmm. just sign this $160 million contract or whatever it was? What was oh, it? Oh, I thought there were rumors it's about it. Rumored, it's all rumored, isn't it? Oh, it's it? all rumored. It's rumored. Yeah. I saw a thing that I know he loves Ferrari. And did you see there was a thing I saw on Instagram? You probably saw it that before his dad passed away. Yeah. Oh, he, he had told, he told yeah. his dad that he'd signed for Ferrari, yeah, even he though he hadn't a year yeah. before he had, just because he knew it would make his dad happy. So he's got this huge link he's done it. with Ferrari. He's done it. He's, but you're right. He's, he's done, done it. it. You can't. You can't give up your whole career for the dream of Ferrari winning again when they look further and further away from it. Yeah, if you think about the most disheartening thing that could happen, it wouldn't be that they're struggling to make the car better. Like, if you looked around you and everyone was working as hard as they possibly could and everyone was trying the best idea at all times versus you pretty much have the right shit and just everyone around you is incompetent. I can't imagine that creating less confidence you just don't get any glimmers like with williams you know albon who's going to be a hot property but he must look at it and go i qualified fourth like there are signs and we've got a new guy in charge and we're doing all this stuff mclaren same thing for lando like at the beginning of the year i was like lando has to leave because they were dead last he stuck with it now they're qualifying second they're getting podiums you see all these little chinks Mm -hmm. of light Mm -hmm. at ferrari it's just dark clouds and depression yeah. Like every single time. Um, props to Pierre Gasly. I think we need to talk to, 
about him because not only did he get a podium, admittedly Perez got a penalty, but the racing he did for the whole race, he was flat out. He had a to penalty win. too though, right? Yeah, he Pierre did. Had a, they both That's had true. penalties, so he did, you know, if we take away the penalties, he still earned. That's right. He served his in the pits. Which is Perez worse. has got added yeah. at the end. But he, the racing he was doing, he wouldn't let anyone pass. He yeah. was overtaking. He was... He was driving wild. That's yeah. what I liked is you could actually see that he was out over the line quite a bit. And he was so pumped up at the end. You knew he was Let's flat out for the whole race. Yeah, he, he had cars fighting. around him the whole time. It must have felt like he was racing in like a junior category or something. It was wicked. It, he was so fun to watch. I was thinking because he came in third and I was thinking about him so much, I thought, you know, he's given himself this nickname of Tripod. Right, we know about this. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 And then I was wondering, like, what is the cutoff for giving yourself that nickname in public where it's still endearing? Like, and here's what I was thinking. If Charlie was asked what is his embarrassing nickname and he said tripod, I think we'd all be like, oh, God. Oh, you got <laughs> fucking two feet of hog down there and you look like that and your shoulders are that big. <laughs> It wouldn't be fun, right? There's some cutoff I was thinking about, and it's very tenuous. I don't. But he's. I don't think jacked. everyone can say their nickname is Tripod, and you still root for them. Did, and did love he give them. himself that nickname? Yeah, yes. it was a, and then he one was of those asked. F1 interviews that was like asking people nicknames. Like it was kind of like the intro background, like at the beginning yeah. of the season. I think if you saw him on the beach, you'd think it was too much because he's in. He's looks he incredible. Is, he's yeah, he is shredded beyond belief. But just when you see him in his race sure. suit, you're like, that's great. This guy's got. <laughs> Maybe a ton of rope. That's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Good for him. But if Toto has a ton of rope, which we know he well, does. Well, it's assumed, yeah. <laughs> it's assumed, not proven. Well, let's just put it this way. If we lined up all the drivers and we got to pick who had the biggest hog, we'd all want Yuki to have tons of thunder. Oh, yeah. Mm. Just, like, give him tons of thunder. Yeah. Stay tuned for more F1 with DRS. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Oh, I forgot to uh, say one of the funnier things that happened this weekend. So um, my mother's in town and uh, I had watched uh, Q1 and Q2 while working out. And then I saved Q3 for down in the basement. And I go down there and my mother happens to be down there watching the girls build something. So we're watching Q3 together and then we're watching the interviews. And she is, as anyone would notice, God, these guys are really good looking. I'm like, oh my God, yes, look at this guy, Charles Leclerc. And then I'm showing her pictures on the internet. Isn't he so hot? She's like, oh my God, he's beautiful. And then she thinks, uh, uh, oh, Lando, because he was on, he was P, what, two or three? Yeah, he was second, yeah. She's like, wow, he's so cute. And I'm like, I know, right? He's impossibly cute too. Everyone's so cute. Get to Max. <laughs> she doesn't say he's so cute, of course. And then about three minutes into him talking, she goes, boy, you have so many of the same features as Max. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. And I was like, oh, no. You did not say that during Charles or Lando or Lewis. As soon as we get to Max, she's like, you guys are, you guys really look similar. I was like, oh, man, you're, I think you're right. <laughs> I think he's a classic vote of confidence. Oh. <laughs> he's looking better as he ages. Because you go back to a couple of years and when he's like an awkward kid. Oh, yes. Then it's just, a, he looks like an awkward He's just kid. got an evil 
an evil face as well. Yeah. You know, he's got a sinister, yeah. like... Look, he has his gifts, and it's not yeah. tripod or runway model like Charles. But, but just I, what a moment that she made no positive comments about yeah. Max's looks and then said, you look the same as Max. I she did find him more handsome this weekend, though. He did look more handsome than he's looked. Well, the more he wins yeah, he, and the older he gets. Yeah. But that's the same as um as Alonzo. Like, you watch the Alonzo doc. He wasn't very – he was kind of weird looking mm-hmm. when he was younger. Mm-hmm. He had a big old head and he was short. But now <laughs> he's gorgeous. He really aged yeah. into it. Yeah. yeah. Except Toto had a bit of a – Backwards. He stepped backwards, we Spiral. decided. I actually found who he looked like. Oh, my gosh. This is this exciting. Is, it's kind of bad, okay. but I couldn't get it out of my head. And I'm going to show you this picture. It's exactly okay, in that interview. For the camera. Like the Grinch. <laughs> oh, oh, no. God. Okay. Okay, like so but his same hair, kind of same lines, and he just um, looks a little more tired. <laughs> Obviously, he... Broke his elbow. He's had a rough he summer put break. All on no his rest. energy into healing that body of his. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he diverted all he of his no, calories. Yeah, he diverted all his body's energy. I think you're brave suggesting that of Toto whilst sat next to Dax because I would, I would think Dax would take this well, very personally. I'm about to take a positive little, spin on no, it, as you might expect. I have a silver <laughs> lining here because yes, we did notice that he appeared to age five years in the 26 day break. Which is curious because you would have thought he got rested. Of course, he had the injury. Yeah. So that, but what I have decided is he just leaned out in the break. Like you, what yeah. you're not seeing is his abs right now. If he had his shirt off while he was behind the pit wall, <laughs> we wouldn't have noticed his face because yeah. I guarantee he is shredded right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. You agree with oh, me? Oh, yeah. yeah. Very lean. Yeah. He just went down to about 5.5% body fat. And he lost it so quickly. His skin has yet to. But he also hasn't again. changed his diet. He eats the exact same thing every day. He eats dark pumpernickel with butter <laughs> and he eats twice a day chicken breast with a tomato salad. <laughs> Every day. Every day. Twice a day, he eats the same dinner and the same breakfast. I love him. Only stays uh, in the same hotel room for every single race of every single year. Oh, it's I guarantee he's got lucky same. panties and a lucky outfit. Yeah. If I now know this, that he's that His lucky pretty. panties are whichever ones he has on. <laughs> oh, that's true. He <laughs> makes the panties. I think he doesn't have like a variance of panties. He actually said in an interview <laughs> that he wears the exact same thing every day. So his panties... Are just uh, the same. They're all probably white, tidy whities. Tidy whities, yeah. same logo, same label. Nice perfectly folded in a drawer. This is the freedom that being a billionaire buys you. Yeah. You can yeah. eat the same food every day, wear yeah. the same clothes every day. Yeah. It doesn't seem like he's enjoying it enough. So Matt had picked Ricardo for P10, mm. and obviously Ricardo was out. And I think we were pretty generous in allowing very him to much. swap in Liam, the which view- is very our very fans generous. asked who was the outlier vote. No. Okay. It was Charlie. <laughs> Charlie Absolutely. was the one that no, no. 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 we got to point that out right instantly now. Instantly <laughs> no. And he didn't budge at any point. He's like, you should have thought of every possible scenario. Now, look, uh-huh. if you pick. play fantasy football, which I do, uh-huh. and your player gets hurt on play one, you don't get just a replacement. You're out that player. That's Yes, that's how the cookie crumbled. And, you know, that's why I went with Stroll. He's proven he's, he's durable. He'll play through an injury. So that's got to be factored in. But that's in. the race. I said no. If they're injured in the practice, you have time to switch it so i think I say, well we, we were it. all scrambling because we hadn't defined it clearly yeah. enough but yeah. i do think if your driver goes out either in the practice or quality they, that's your weekend all right uh it so happened that it was, there was <laughs> a guy who's never driven formula yeah. one he car, did get kind of which close, made it easy too close. i was so happy to uh, allow <laughs> yeah, yeah. And all the, but had it been that- ricardo stepping in for somebody like let's say it had been paris you picked and ricardo's that <laughs> no you don't get now ricardo but it's wild if he didn't get that 10 second penalty it could have been a possibility which for Liam. I would have been the most hated person on this podcast this week. Well, he did end up getting closer to 10 than yeah. Yuki did. Yeah. But for the majority of the race, it was really yeah. hotly contested. It was great. We had Ocon mm. and then Stroll, who looked like he was completely out he of the running. He was 19th the yeah. entire race. Mm. All of a sudden, he's running 11th for many, many laps. And Yuki got all the way up to, was it fifth? Fourth. Fourth? fourth. He was fourth. Yuki was fourth at one point. <laughs> 
And he finished what sixteenth or seventh. Fourth is kind of a sweet spot too, because you know he's gonna fall, and you're like, oh, he can't fall more than six. Exactly. Perfect. This is perfect. I thought, oh, I'm in the perfect position for him to start moving backwards and just right at the last lap. But no, he went all the way down. He kept going. Yeah, he got on the top floor and he just hit the fucking basement button on the elevator. He was done. So that was our bringing. But of course, Jethro, the biggest winner of the season. Wow. Five X Wobby. Five X. Fifteen hundred bucks. It's funny because I've been waiting. For a big weekend before yeah. I actually unleashed a winner, I, I uh, sat there. This was all tactical. Yeah, up to now, I've yeah. I've thrown it deliberately. Been doing but the this math. one, I studied, I looked at the form, I looked at the potential weather, and I was like, well, Ocon's certainty. Your mm. affinity for the Dutch, and I, I all things just, Holland. I could just feel it. Yeah, you knew. I could just feel it. So you're uh, you're probably at this point neutral. Out of gas. Because if there's 22 races, there was 23, but we lost one. Yep. So there's 22 races. That's 2200 buy-in. It's $100 a race. You just won 1500 And you already won once before? No. Nah, this is your first. first time. Yeah. So yeah. This is just okay. turning into a distribution of my money. At yeah. This point. It, yeah. Charlie splitting. has to pay Jeff, bro. Charlie's <laughs> I have no confidence I would ever get it, actually. Uh, do you feel like it's an impossible task? Because yeah. up until yesterday, I felt it was an impossible task for so me to close ever choose so T-10. many times that I think that's the closest I'm going to get is like just yeah. really close. Yeah. And Stroll was coming back for a minute. Yeah. It two laps promising. left. The last two laps, I was like actually quite nervous. I was like, this is so close now. No, you so were close. so dialed like, in the last two laps because yeah. you just had to hold steady. Like, oh. And people were picking up penalties. So you're like, oh shit, are they going to fall below? Yeah, that, I was trying to could it fall below him and yeah. fuck the whole thing yeah, up. Yeah, Perez was, I knew he had a penalty. So I was like doing the maths and I'm like, no, he's safe. He should be good. I think we should do some pulp. Yeah. Is it juicy? Is this it's, a good one? You know, it's it's pretty good. Okay. Um, there's not a lot, because the race was so crazy. I find if the race is actually really good. If it supplies less, the drama, yeah. There's a little bit less. But one good statement Liam Lawson said after the interview, the first thing he said is, he was like, I'm happy I survived. I love that. Just like yeah. totally real, <laughs> kind of different than Nick DeVries, who's just being cocky. He's just like kind of accepting also, that he's new. Also, what a race to have as your first race. Mm-hmm. Two different spells of rain. Yeah. 12 yeah. different tires. Yeah, to, uh, to survive is a big event, actually. Yeah. And yeah. He, did, he did pretty well. And yeah. in practice and quality, it did feel like he was trying to survive. Like he was hanging on. <laughs> yeah. He was yeah. just hanging on there. At yeah, the end. which I like because if he's nervous and he did well, it kind of, I don't yeah. know, looks good. He beat his teammate. Yeah. But it shows the level because I think he's got some crazy record of winning on his debut in like seven different categories or something. Mm-hmm. That, you know, he's, he's clearly can jump in a car, be adaptable, be quick. And I know he did well this weekend, but in the dry, he was my, he was a pretty good way off. Yeah, he's racing in the stuff. Hovercraft Nationals on Wednesday. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> but it shows how high they're operating at. And yeah. it is tough to just jump in the car, you know. So Ricardo's done a good job to just jump in the car and be immediately yeah. quick. And then Max pre-race took over the McLaren TV camera. And walked around, interviewed all the drivers. Really? And everyone wow. was just laughing with them, having the best time. And it was just a different look into Max. Just What being, kind of questions was he asking? Just kind of like basically him? how they're feeling about the race. And okay. they kind of, you know, cracks back. And it was just good to watch. Um, you got to watch it. We'll post it on TikTok. But F2 was also racing that same weekend. And it was an you got to watch his videos at absolute shit show. There were over I saw the 11, rear wheel thing. Yeah, there were 11 major incidents and the mechanics didn't put the both rear wings rear wheels on tightly so they fell off uh, in the first like corner. And or he was leading, like right? Yeah, he comes was, out of the pits, four wheels and then very shortly thereafter he's got no yeah. rear wheels oh and he's just God. spinning. I yeah, there Ferrari were like did have to. multiple <laughs> multiple crashes. It, it probably, say, didn't know Ferrari did have to. They probably were. 100%. Oh my God. Some crew out. <laughs> um, Zach Brown throwing some darts. Mm. He was him and the McLaren boys were being interviewed on a podcast, and they talked. They were asking them questions and competing about answers. They asked something about baseball, and Zach got it right, and he just said dominated, mm. just like Alonzo on Lance Stroll, oh, <laughs> throwing big boy. shade oh, wow. to Lance Stroll. Have we? Heard any update about this race or fight? I mean, I'm assuming those are not. It's n- I never going to happen. <laughs> but like a go- karting race could happen or something. I hope so. That would be yeah. great to have all the principals race each other one weekend. Well, I don't know. Did you? So they unleashed this new Mustang GTD, mm. which looks insane. Looks great. It's, looks yeah. really exciting. Yeah, 800 horsepower, transaxle. Yeah, 350 thousand bucks or something, isn't it? Yeah, 50 yeah, 50 weight distribution, and so. uh Jim Farley, the CEO of Ford, has come out 
and challenged all CEOs from all manufacturers to bring their fastest car and race them. And he's dead serious. Yeah. Is he a racer? Yeah, yeah he yeah. races. Yeah, he yeah. races historics. He stuff, owns a, he? a real GT40 and a, a real 427 Cobra. Like, yeah. he's a full-blown Now, those head. guys seem like guys that would do it. Yeah, yeah. Like that might happen. Yes. Well, you got to imagine someone in Germany at Porsche. I would feels think like someone at Porsche could, would have a And guy. especially yeah. a Ford. They're like, oh, no fucking way this yeah. car can compete with our yeah. Porsche yes. or Ferrari. Or but whatever. they got to be a CEO, I think. That's even better. Um, George on the radio, we forgot to talk about it when he said, I was forecasted for a podium. How did we mess this up? Oh, he said a fucking podium, right? Because <laughs> yeah. I saw the little uh, asterisk there. It looked like he said fucking. Oh, my God. What a, yeah, what Just, a. Okay. Terrible. Every, there, there were a lot of heartbreaking weekends. Yeah. His was being one of them. He's he Mercedes qualified and pretty awful. Qualified third and then ends up retiring. We got a screen mishap. So when um, they were on the podium before they were going to spray the champagne, they had like Gasly was getting his award, and we didn't notice that on the background behind him was all Gasly, but below him just said Ocon. Oh, oh, really? Like, it had a hundred like huge letters on the digital screen. So someone got it celebrating wrong. Celebrating your Pete. I was celebrating. It was celebrating for you. It was clearly something like It was a listener. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> what if they extended the podium to first, second, like third, and tenth? Yeah. That's the ultimate goal. Yeah. What we should have. <laughs> you just on like a, a pancake. You're just on like a half inch platform. Or maybe a little yeah. lower than the, even the regular floor. <laughs> maybe F1's taking a Sunken beat. in a little yeah. bit. You're up to your waist yeah. sticking out of the stage. Let's hear from uh, a, a Zaddy. We have Carlos Sainz Sr. Oh, yeah. Ah. Legend. Um, El Matador, which mm. is the bullfighter, for those that don't speak Spanish. Um, but he is a rally car championship champion. He started in 1987 and raced through 2005. He entered 196 rallies. Wow. And won 26. He had 96 podiums. Um, and Wait, he, he won 26 of how many? 26 wins out of 196. Oh my god! And ninety-six up. podiums and ninety-seven podiums. But wow. I would say that percent of the time. But it was that is like a golden era in rallying. There was great drivers up really? and down. Yeah, it wasn't like, like recently rallying's become dominated a bit like F one. It goes in cycles of domination. Mm -hmm. But back then it wasn't. There was top top drivers all the time, and he was always one of the very very best. He's uh, awesome, and he's a beast in the car. Yeah, he was one of the top. Five, six guys for for a long, long time. I never once saw a rally on television growing up. It's like in America, there mm -hmm. there's yeah. no, no one's even televising that stuff. And he would have won another title. His car failed literally within sight of the finish it's line. 300 kilometers from the, or 300 meters. 300 yeah, oh, meters. you've got the show. Yeah. yeah, 300 meters from the finish. And what did he do? Can he get out and sprint across <laughs> the line or is he, he going to push the car? He tried to push it and then he started kicking the car. Then he threw his helmet <laughs> through the back window and smashed it. And, that, and that's how he lost. So he would have won another title. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's fantastic. And to watch, probably the closest rally driver I've seen to your style in the car. It's a flatter. Assholes and elbows? Deep commitment and a lot of... Um, not an economy of movement. That's the opposite of an economy of movement in a car. Sporadic. <laughs> He's a beast. Um, well, he did win two World Rally Championship titles in 1990-1992 with Toyota, um, and he was runner-up four times, so he was at the top for a while. Um, he won the Dakar Rally, which, what mm -hmm. what is the Dakar Rally? That seems Paris to be to Dakar. a standalone... It's called Rally Raid, so it, rather than... It's more like an adventure rally, yeah. So it's long distance. It started Paris-Dakar. Originally. Yeah. It went Paris-Dakar um, for a long, long time. Then Af it was so dangerous doing it through Africa. So many competitors were getting um, hijacked by bandits. Wow. and Ooh, that's cars. Fun. So, And if you broke down... Like within five minutes, there'd be guys with AK 47s. Oh they'd strip my. the cars. Relieving you of your parts. And they'd just strip the cars and, and disappear. So mm. eventually, just because of the risk, people were getting shot at, like high level drivers like Science and people, McRae, get, were getting shot at. So this they is something up, I could watch. Yeah. 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 And they moved it to South America um, through the Atacama Desert, which was pretty cool. And now it's in like everything else, Saudi, because of the money. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a shame. But it's, whereas like Baja 1000 is still the craziest off-road race because it's a thousand miles through the desert or often more. And it's one leg. So yeah. the guys drive and the gals drive for, you know, top class, maybe 16 hours straight, pedal down. The lower class is 
30 hours to finish no the driving race. switch outs you're no no you can oh, there's, you can there's pit yeah. stops okay. and fuel and uh if you do drive it solo that's called iron manning it oh, which wow. ivan stewart made very famous he he won it iron man style a few times but um Paris to Dakar is stages, so and it's longer. It's like back when it was Paris to Dakar, I think it was like seventeen hundred miles or something, and then it's grown to like twenty one hundred. It's, it's huge. It's, I would encourage anyone to watch it because the footage, like the helicopter footage, when they're going over the dunes, and and the cool stuff is the support teams had their own races, so the trucks, the huge support oh, yeah, trucks, were this. race were racing as well in their own category. Um, but he's won that twice, and so he's done this the last. I think they took a break for COVID, but he did 22 and 23 yeah. and then 2021. I would love so he's still racing these, to see an year. x-ray of his spine. If he did 200 rally car races and he's done Perry to the car. And he's yeah. still doing them. I mean, his first one he won in 2010. So he's minimally done 15 of them probably. Yes. And uh, he's 61. Yeah. What a beast. Yeah. And he looks fitter now than he did back in the day. He was like always a big guy when yeah. he was in the rally. But he now looks he's great. slim and He trim. looks like Carlos. Yeah. I got to say, of any family setup I saw during Drive to Survive, whenever they'd go to Spain and him and his dad are playing tennis and they're grabbing lunch somewhere, then they're back at that house, it looks impossibly relaxing, and they're watching soccer together. I'm like, I think they've nailed it. And they've it. got their own <laughs> rally course out the back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's got his own rally oh, course. Oh, I've got to get invited to that. Um, but he grew up in Spain. In addition to being into racing, he was the Spanish squash champion. Oh my God! When he was really? sixteen, he was good at tennis, yeah, really. And he also had a tryout for Real Madrid he as did. a kid. Wow, so he's really that's a soccer into, team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Team, yeah. It's the, their national. Is it national? It's what a team or team. Team. Local No, Real Madrid's one like of the biggest club, club teams. Club yeah. team. But the probably the most successful European um, championship yeah. winning team. Yeah, so one of the real big. Teams. He's big into soccer. And even had a tryout and was apparently good at it. And he also went and tried to become the, when he tired from rally car racing, tried to become the vice president of Real Madrid. Didn't get it, but he's very much into he it. He made a run for he it. He made a run for it. And I wonder how much money they were making in, as a rally champion. Like, again, since it wasn't on TV here, I don't know the, I think how quite big a lot, because back then there was big, big factory teams, Toyota, Lancia, mm. Ford. They were all fighting it out. So it was big. At that era was, the I would say, the most popular era of rallying there's ever been. Like, it was on right. TV in the UK, just like normal TV. It was mm. huge audience. I mean, you, He's you this is why it. you're obsessed with it. Like, when we were on Top Gear, you would pick Lancias and shit. Cars that yeah, yeah, yeah. had no, I, I, you know. Have you ever seen the rallying from those days, the crowds at like Rally Portugal and stuff, where it's just a sea of people? And yes, then, and sometimes they're, they're partying yeah, as they're the car barrels through. The car oh, comes. It's, it's insane. insane. The cars are in the air and the people are moving underneath. Out of the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. It's crazy. But now he's a, like a Red Bull driver, like a sponsored like Red a team Bull athlete. Driver. Yeah, yeah, so he must be making a ton of money now still yeah you this. guys have seen the footage of him being passenger while carlos drives yes yeah that's pretty good yes. yeah everything you'd expect yeah yeah no I, no matter how good your son gets yeah yeah <laughs> you're but gonna they, be but like then they switch and he does uh, yeah they carlos both hated it. does the same yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um and last little fun thing is that toyota made a, a carlos science edition celica that oh, was sold oh. in the uk yeah uh, a couple of them a celica gt4 and they sold them with his you know, his edition, his name. Oh, I'd love to have And so he's still got one that he drives to, to Real Madrid games. Oh, nice. Oh. So he was a he was a badass race car driver. Yeah, he's a legend. Passed yeah. it on. Do we know the order of events that he get? Well, there's this famous uh, Sainz Jr. story of him getting to go to a race, meeting Alonzo, who's already an mm. adult and a champion, and saying, I want to be him. Like that, he was his big inspiration to, mm. to be a Formula One driver. I wonder how much his dad got him into karting or how much it was self-motivated. I'm sure his dad would have been heavily involved, yeah. don't you think? And yeah. it's, I think it's really cool for him to have gone that single-seater route and not try and do rally because, yeah. I don't know, it's hard, isn't it, to live up to that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. If you're Michael yeah. Jordan Jr., yeah. play baseball, you probably you could beat your dad. You could beat your dad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or golf, maybe. Mm. Although he's, he's supposed to be yeah. an incredible golfer, really too. Golfer. He is, but do you know about his course? course? He built it to his own game. 
Oh, the widows serve his, so like, his strengths. The bunkers are where he won't hit the ball that direction. Oh, wonderful. And this is genius. Everything is just for him to win at this golf course. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's that's interesting. Perfectly yeah. to his own game. Yeah. yeah, so that's Carlos Sainz Sr. Let's Monza. talk about Monza. Okay, so we got Monza is one of the first four original F1 tracks. Track length is 5.7 kilometers. Race length is 306 kilometers. However, it is still one of the shortest races because of all the high-speed straights. I think Michael Schumacher had the shortest race at 1 hour and 14 minutes. Um, It's in northern Italy, and the track... The park is actually European's biggest park, and it was built by Napoleon's stepson in 1808, and that's where the track is. Pause there. Cool that Napoleon married a gal with kids. Yeah. I imagine he had all the options. Mm. Yeah. This is a feather in his cap. He was like, I'd love to be a father to this young man. One day he'll build a beautiful park. Maybe he just didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he didn't like the kid first. And then he's like, let me find the mom so I can kick this kid out. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's a worst case scenario. (laughs) (laughs) And then last, like, interesting fact about it is Monza saw F1's tightest finished in 1971, where Peter Gethin won by 0.01 seconds. Wow. Monza's mega. I, I went there this year. It's gorgeous. Like, beautiful yeah. park. It's got the old bank circuit from the... They they started off when they developed it in 22. It was the third permanent racetrack in the whole world. Yeah. So Indy first, then Brooklyn's in the UK, then this one. But it's just a wicked place. This, and the fans, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. I mean, they'll be out in force to see Ferrari come 14th and 12th. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, like Such disappointment. <laughs> they will be so four, sad. Three or four years ago, like total carnage. Isn't there a ton of crashes at that track? I remember like three or four years ago there being uh, just cleared half the field, then a restart, then all over again. I think again. it's that first turn, yeah. right? Yeah. Because it's that crazy straight way doing a quadrillion Yeah, you're doing like 225 yeah. and then you break into a sh- really tight chicane. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's quite a lot of crashes. So, it's a super high speed track. Low down force. Which 225? Like They're saying 225. Yeah. Well, That's I looked insane. Up. Yeah, yeah. I don't just think, about. yeah, I haven't seen them go that fast no. yet, right? No. So who's going to be, what What cars are going to be good on this fast, fast track? I think this is going to be a McLaren, Williams. Williams. Right? They're, they're Williams. the king downforce now. Williams, Williams are always good. Yeah. Williams are always good. At Ferrari should be, but. Ferrari were good last year, but then it was pretty mixed up. I think they got pole last year. Ferrari. Can they yeah. call this a home race? Yes. It, yeah, it's the Italian Grand yeah. Prix. Yeah. At any rate, P10, it's been a long time since I went first, so I'm going to elect myself a first pick. Dex, you go first. Oh, yeah. thank you so much. That's so generous of you. Um, I'm going to go Albon. Oh, I wow. think he's going to come for yeah. further up. I think, I think so Williams too. will end up qualifying like fourth or something. Oh, wow. Very bullish. Well, no mm. more upgrades, though. Just Don't need the em. momentum going. Yeah. <laughs> Don't need him. What did he finish yesterday? Tenth? Six, maybe. Six. Tenth. Eighth. 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 Yeah. Okay. And we didn't have Hamilton up there, and we didn't have Russell. Or That's how mixed up it was, though. Or Leclerc. Po- I, 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 I feel good about this. You, got, yeah. you had me scared for a second, but now I'm back. Nice. I think you'll be better than that. Okay. Albon 10. Uh, oldest to youngest. So, Jethro. Okay. Um, this isn't a five times one, is it? So, it doesn't matter. Oh, you don't really. It's almost not worth <laughs> yeah. picking. Pick um, Max. What if you chose not to pick? Pick Max. Same difference. P10. <laughs> I think McLaren might struggle because they were not so good in the high speed stuff. So I'm going to go for Piastri. You think, well, let me ask you this. Who do you think is going to finish ahead in McLaren? Do you think I think Lando or Landry? Sti- I think Lando still has the edge, but I think they might be like eighth and tenth or something like that. Yeah, I'm not positive how I mean, let's just say I would not be surprised. I won't be surprised when he starts beating him. So given all that, you're going to go who? Piastri. Piastri, okay. Yeah. That was mine. Um, oh. But I was going between the two rookies, and I think your call is right. I think Elbon's going to be up there in, like, fifth, and I think Sargent might get there. I, because, <laughs> because of the Williams straight-line speed, I think that they're going to capitalize on... This track specifically, I think it might be his only 
top 10 finish this whole season. I now, have a, if he doesn't race and Mick takes his place, you don't get Mick. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> you're going right. to have two Grand Prix in a row <laughs> where your driver right. doesn't even turn up to the track, basically. Yeah. I more day. just want to do it because no one's going to think this is the case. And if I win, it'll be that much more satisfying. I think it's a really low probability outcome. But I, the only argument I could make in your defense is that for him, he's probably like, this is it's one desperate. of my last races. Yeah. I might as well try to kill myself. Like, mm-hmm. I might as well go for absolute Well, maybe yeah. the pressure's off finally because he's yeah. like, I'm done. Like, I'm getting I'm, fired. I'm out. I'll just enjoy yeah. myself Let's last weekend. Let's have fun the last yeah. seven, seven races, yeah. six races. Wow. Sergeant. First time. I No, I picked him once in, yeah, four, in Miami. Yeah, uh, I was bitten once before. <laughs> the first ever American to win a Grand Prix was at Monza as well. So, oh, really? there is a history. Wow, Phil, Phil Hill. There Phil we go. Yeah. This is going to be the second. Right. Oh, he's not going to win. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> that. Him <laughs> and tenth is a huge win. Yeah, that's yeah, a win. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. better than a win. I'm going to go with Stroll again. I'm rolling with Stroll. Right. Rolling with Stroll. Two in a row. Which is the only thing we haven't really talked about. Stroll is. He seems to have dropped off. He's, he he seems like he the might dream, be the on the verge dead of retirement. Stroll is it? Yeah, what, did they, what, what is it he wants to pursue now? Oh, tennis? they said tennis. tennis. That was like the quick rumor that happened for like a morning, and then it okay. was like, no. He definitely looked real good, and then he's gone. He's gone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the gap Until between he and Alonzo is, is oh, yeah. the biggest on the, he's dropped off. the grid. Yeah. Do you think yeah. his dad will ever fire him? No. No. I, I believe he will. I think he might. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think. I think that's worse for his dad to acknowledge that his son that he raised to do this is not good enough to hold that seat yes it's a reflection of his own identity it's yeah. an extension of his own identity yeah. he's not going to allow for any firing or quitting no yeah he'll Especially be driving that car. if anything happens he'll be fired doing the firing there will be no quitting so stroll i mean this is those are i don't know I don't love that pick. <laughs> but then again, I'm Elvon. So right, here we go. We're going to be back next week on Wednesday. We have the Labor Day weekend, so we'll be pushed one day like your trash service, and we will have a debrief of Monza, which is going to be so exciting. And um, what I would predict at this moment is there will be yet another push for P10. That's I think we're going to start climbing the mountain again to a 5X. So until then, I encourage everyone to push, 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 push.